Welcome back to episode two. In this episode, we're talking about kind of redefining or not redefining, but giving a example and proper definition of what love is. Because I think in our society today, love has become such a cheap word. The, the expensiveness of the word of love has has lost its its value. Um, you know, people will say, like, I love chicken nuggets. It's like, great, you know, chicken nuggets are, are a really tasty thing. But do you actually love chicken nuggets or do you just really enjoy chicken nuggets? And I think I just want to take five minutes to just kind of re- redefine, re recategorize love into what I believe it's always been. And that's just this idea of sacrificial love. Now I have this story to give an example. Uh, my, I have these two friends and they recently got a dog. And as with kind of this new dog, and, and, and as you know, anyone who owns a dog, dogs are very needy, especially when they're a puppy. So they had done a big moving day. I helped them a bit at the end of the day. And they were figuring out dinner plans. They were exhausted. They needed to go out, eat, rest. And they're, you know, talking about like getting the dog with them, planning all that out. And there was a moment where I was having this like inner dialogue with myself, right? Just kind of me, myself, and I having this thought conversation. And I had this like idea of like, hey, I'm just going to offer to to babysit their dog and kind of in that inner monologue there was like what's going on tonight you know do i have anything going on and the the reflection and the the conclusion that i came to was this idea of i just don't care i genuinely don't care what i wanted to do tonight what i have going on tonight i don't care if there's anything else that's going on tonight i just want to bring them joy and bring them rest because they've had a long day, they've had a stressful day, and they need this rest. And needing to take care of their dog as cute as he is, is just something that they need even a rest from that from. So I offered it to them and they, you know, were hesitant, are you sure, you know, they don't want to be burdened, but I was like, yes, yes, and yes, because there's the motivation, the fuel for that decision of just putting myself aside and doing something to benefit them without me getting anything in return, right? They didn't pay me for it. It just, it was, it was just one of those like pure acts of, I love you and I want to bless you and let me do that. And upon reflection of that moment in that evening, it made me think about Jesus and his sacrifice and how he lived his life in a, a state of, of sacrifice. Philippians 2, 6, 7 says, speaking about Jesus, who though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men. And that kind of gives an image of what Jesus did. He, see, Jesus being God, he, he came down to experience humanity 
in its fullest. He was both fully God and fully man in a tension that I don't understand, but he was and is. And his whole life was just an example of sacrificial love. And the cross is an example of sacrificial love. John 3.16 is that classic example of sacrificial love, of saying, I love you so much that I don't care what benefit, what, what discredit this will do to me. Because think about it. He's God, and he's taking a very human position and a very servant position, taking on the humiliation of being on the cross because the cross to give a graphic image, but the reality of the cross is that Jesus didn't have a loincloth on him covering his genitals. He was naked up there as per like what Romans actually did when, when people were crucified, he was humiliated. He was beat. He was whipped. Uh, his old back was open with scars because of the, the cat and nine tails whip that has little hooks in it that pull the flesh out. And, to breathe, he had to pull up on the wood, wooden cross that he had to carry up a hill that was not like tarmac, like in the airport, right? It was rocky and he had to scratch his open wounded back on that. And then on top of all that, he had a crown of thorns on his head. And if you've ever been pricked by a rose thorn, it hurts. Imagine that in your skull going crushing in. Then with the nails in his hands and his feet, there was a lot going on. And to go through all that suffering when you didn't do it, when you didn't deserve it and you did it for people that didn't necessarily in that moment weren't grateful for it. That's a very, very sacrificial love. And I think on top of everything that is physically there, Jesus also carried the weight of sin the weight of being perfect and without sin in one moment, and then to all of a sudden carry all the sin in another, and to experience a, a separation for, for those moments from the Trinity. I mean, imagine a community that you've been part with since ever. There hasn't ever been a, a, a beginning. It just was, right? And for the very first time, you're separated from that community. I mean, just the intense weight. I mean, that's why Jesus bled at the Garden of Gethsemane. He sweated blood. And it's been, it's been scientifically proven that under an extreme amount of stress, your blood vessels can burst because of the amount of distress that you're in. And that just shows like how, how the physical and the spiritual are, are so in, in, inextricably linked. And that's, I mean, that's a whole other episode, but... The point is, is that the the decision to to babysit the dog and and to have no desire for any any return on that that decision that time spent, the desire to do it purely out of a love for the people in front of me, out of a love to see them have joy and rest in a moment where they needed it, that's the exact kind of love that Jesus has for you. Now you may think to yourself, I I don't believe in that love. I don't deserve that love. I don't feel that love. I just don't think. 
whatever you may have done, whatever you are doing right now, whatever you will do, that doesn't matter. Because Jesus already knows you can't pay him back. He didn't do it for you to pay him back. He did it because he loves you. Because it is a, a perfect father's love. And I know there isn't perfect fathers everywhere. And, and, and a lot of people don't have a good feeling in their stomach or good image when they hear the word father. But Jesus is that perfect father. And he loves you unconditionally. And what that means is that unconditional love is that he will put himself out of his way to bring you the best life to sacrificially and unconditionally do what is best for you. John 10.10 says, The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus came so that we may have life and life to the fullest. Or some translation says abundant life. And that's the life that he wants us to live. And it's fueled by an unconditional unrelenting love to love and be in relationship with us. And he's already sacrificed everything so that we could freely be in relationship. Romans 10 says, if we simply believe that he is Lord, that Jesus is Lord, that he's God and that God resurrected him from the grave, then you're saved. And you have access to that redemptive relationship where you can live a very purpose-driven life and a very abundant life here on this earth. Because I don't think John 10.10 was talking exclusively about heaven. I think it's talking about now for us to live an abundant life. Now, it doesn't mean that that life is, is without difficulty, but it is abundant. It is full with the Lord. And without the Lord, I believe that it isn't as full. But it's it's that love, though, that fuels it all. So I hope that this whole episode, which is way more than five minutes, but I hope that this is an example from both my personal story and scripture of what true love looks like. And true love looks like is sacrificing yourself and your desires and your needs for the people that you love. Now, that doesn't mean like every day you're, you're going ham and you're not taking care of yourself. No, Jesus modeled self-care. He would take moments to go out and take care of himself alone with the Father, connect and recharge and refuel. But the loving example that he gave was one of servanthood and sacrifice and to know that Jesus relentlessly loves and pursues you in that same way. That is a definition of love that I think we should all adopt in both our lives and the lives of others.